Good morning. It's a sunny Thursday, about 9 degrees in Pennsylvania here. I'm off. Roaming the uh, community looking for, in search for um, suitable birthday gifts for my wife. And I already got her several really nice things in the vein of experiences over material items. But she did mention that there would be a piece of jewelry that she might enjoy. So went out and went to my favorite spot that sells that stuff and picked it up. And I'm very happy with the uh, with the selection. So um, let's see uh, some topics, uh, things that come to mind. It's freezing cold out, right? Here about the polar vortex that's taken the Midwest by storm and basically throughout the United States, the from the west all the way east. It's nine degrees here. It was below zero this morning. Yesterday, uh, as I was leaving home, leaving the house, heading back to the office, I took a little nap. Had, had some chow, took a little nap, and I head back, get out, pull out of that friggin' house, and I get hit by this white squall, this whiteout, uh, just a blizzard, zero visibility. And I leave the house, I put it in four-wheel high, and I friggin' pull out of the driveway in my Ramstein, pull the friggin', uh, press the button on the roll-top door, our automatic garage door, and it wouldn't. I'd look back, and it wouldn't close. I always glance back to make sure that it, you know, that it closes completely. It didn't close. What happened was the snow was coming down at such a rate that it triggers those little um, laser guides. You know, like if you're if you're standing in the door, it won't shut. If somebody's laying underneath the door for whatever reason, it's not going to shut on you and smash you those friggin' laser uh, sensors, the snow is triggering it off. So I had to somehow go out to go and block it a little bit with my truck and stand in front of one of the sensors and blow them, blow them out with the air hose just so that it could close down. I'm like, what the fuck? So that took a few minutes off my commute back to the office. I head on down the road, friggin' whiteout, couldn't believe it. I come down this road, all of a sudden, you know, in very, very uh, low visibility, I run, almost run to the ass end of this work truck, big van, like, what the fuck, hit the brakes, slid down the road, fortunately, didn't hit any accidents, or have an accident myself heading back to the office, it was crazy, I had a guy cancel, say, hey, it's this weather, I was like, I didn't friggin' know, I knew that there was a chance of precipitation, but that usually means a little bit of a you know, a flurry or something like that. It is the winter time. So it's crazy. This polar vortex and the winter, it, it, let's be real honest, it sucks. I used to wonder why people would, uh, all these people would, would flee to, uh, you know, the snowbirds, head down to Florida and retire down there. Why? Wow! Little red-tailed hawk hiding in the background. Um, why is that? Well, because the winter sucks. I like all the four seasons. I like to experience a little bit of cold. I like to see the foliage turn in the fall. Uh, I certainly like the spring. You can, you can envision with all of your senses what these seasons are like. And so I, I don't know that I would want to live in the, the desert or even Florida where it's typically hot. I like to experience 
the, um, the seasons for what they are. But I don't want to friggin' live in a perpetually cold, warm, or mediocre environment. It just, it's, it sucks right now with this weather. So why is that? What is it about cold versus heat? I can extrapolate this to a, uh, you know, a scientific perspective, even a chiropractic perspective. Hey, doc, should I use ice or heat? Well, if you've got an acute injury, you're, you've rolled your ankle and it's, it's a strain sprain happening there, you tore some tissues, you would be wise to put a bag of ice on it, like until you can't feel it through the stages of cold, burning, aching, and numbness. This is going to help reduce the inflammation. It's also going to uh, numb the area, reduce the swelling, and it's just going to feel good for a bit. But after, before long, you're going to stop icing. You want to get some new fresh blood into the area. You put a nice warm hot pack on her. Take a nice hot bath. Doesn't that feel good? This isn't common sense to some people. Like somebody comes in like, oh yeah, my neck. What, what should I do with it? Doc? What do you think? Ice or heat? Or... Yeah, I usually say a combo. But if it's 9 degrees, 7 degrees outside now, the last thing you want to do you feel like doing is putting a fucking ice pack on your neck. So I'll recommend it, but people tend to enjoy heat more than ice this time of year. What else does cold do? You know, you think about what it, what does cold do to a muscle, to the, our musculoskeletal system, to our structure? Well, if you go out in the cold, let's say with a t-shirt on, you're going to automatically start shivering. So your shoulders go up around your ears, you curl up in the uh, semi-fetal position and cover your face it's just a natural reaction to this stress of the weather and so when things are cold like you know muscles are cold or uh, um, your car is cold what does it what does your car feel like or sound like when you start it in you know sub-zero temperatures it sounds like it's really struggling right because the oil is cold and in order to get that up in the engine and circulating to lubricate all the parts, it takes more of an effort, right? Same thing with our bodies. A cold muscle is a tight muscle, is a muscle that doesn't want to function at its optimal. That's why we, quote unquote, warm up. Right? So you gotta fucking stay warm. You know? Spend the time to warm up your muscles, even if it's a light walk, something like that. So what does the cold also also do? It makes us really um, want to pursue the indoors. In other words, we don't want to be out in, that, in these friggin' freezing temperatures. We don't want to be driving in it. We don't want to be going to school or work. We don't want any commitments. Instead, we would like to just be home relaxing. That's what we want to do. And that's what most people are going to do. You know, I've been I'm very busy with my practice lately. Let me tell you, it's been slower these past couple weeks with these shitty-ass shit weather. Because it's just fucking unreasonably miserable out there. But now that folks have been shoveling snow and falling on their ass and all that stuff, they're going to, um, they're going to start, the phone's going to start ringing. Just the way it goes. Also... They feel like they're all cramped up, tight muscles, restricted joints. 
because it's so frigid. They don't want to do shit. Right? Practices are being canceled. Schools are being closed early and started late. A two-hour delay. We had one this morning just because it was cold. And so, uh, you know, it's, it is potentially dangerously cold. So we need to be aware of these things. Um, switching gears here. I had a, an interesting... Um, first of all, I've had a little bit of a dry spell in terms of my podcast. I apologize for that. I probably, I'm sure I did some last week, but over the weekend and earlier in the week, I, I haven't been as prolific as I usually do. I usually talk every day. I've been having kind of a tough time. I usually get a seasonal, uh, like a seasonal affected disorder thing going on. Uh, my anxiety has been up. I, I've probably always had anxiety, but it's gotten worse as I've got as I have gotten older. And um, you know, if I have some stressful events or whatever, like the passing of my dog, or it's just some work-related stuff, um, you know, sick family member stuff like that it starts to, I start to get really edgy, and so I've had to take care of myself a little bit better, I'm doing breathing, I'm eating, I'm exercising, I'm I'm loving my family, I'm doing everything I can to try to pull this veil, this funk of anxiety and depression off of me, and I know that uh, there's one thing that's comforting, maybe it's not comforting, it's unfortunate, but shitload of people deal with the same stuff, we all are subject to the same stresses, and you can be the toughest individual in the world, and I'm pretty fucking tough. Like I, I don't really feel like I'm frightened of any of anything. I've killed a lot of my demons over the years. Uh, it's not about that, man. It's a physiological response, and you, you do your absolute best to work your way out of it. But sometimes it can take some time. And I've I've been driving through it. I've been working. I've been, like I said. I'm trying to do all the things that I need to do to get straight, and I'm tasting some success now, hence why I actually have a, a podcast going. Um, so I'm back. Appreciate your support. A uh, quick story as I pull into the Walmart. Maybe I'll see Aunt, Auntie June in the Walmart. She likes to go in there for the various sales and things. I'm going to go in there and see. I'm going to get a talking about a, sh- a bunch of shit about getting a kettlebell for my missus so she can work on her on her musculature and I can show her various things to tighten up her body if that's what she chooses to do. You might find a little bit of a sale in the sporting goods. Um, so I'm about to head in there. Doesn't look like there's too many freaks out here as yet, which is awesome. Um, I I had somebody text me yesterday, a dear friend, who uh, is also a patient, and she said, hey, you know, after when I come in, I'm coming in tomorrow, uh, as you leave the the office, you think you could come over after you're done with your day and help me uh, move something for my, you know, move something, a piece of furniture. I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always happy to help, but obviously I have my stuff too. Uh, I've got, I'd like to get home for dinner with my family. I'd like to finish my work day. I am tired and at the same time, I'm happy to help. I want to go the fuck home, you know, but 
so at first I was like, well, that's that's kind of a strange request. I mean, like, uh, like little old me uh, is is the individual that you know your doctor. Uh, after you take care of me, doc, you think you could swing by and help me move a furniture piece of furniture? I was like, wow, this is kind of strange. But um, so I didn't know what to think about it. I've done this before. One time, I had a patient on the table, and I said, hey, you know, as I'm fixing them, uh, what, do, what do you guys got going on this weekend? They said, oh, well, um, uh, we're moving. It's going to suck. We're going to be moving tomorrow, all weekend. I said, well, let me know if you need any heavy things lifted. Ha <laughs> ha, tongue in cheek. And would you know, they said, all right, we'll be there at 9 a.m. I was like, yeah, okay, guess you're pulling my punk card. So there I was standing at 9 a.m. loading shit on a big box van, big U-Haul, uh, because I'm a nice guy and I want to help. But you can also say no. Saying no is important because we can get overwhelmed. I, I feel like I'm strong of body and mind and my resources can be taxed like anybody else. It's a problem that I have. Uh, so sometimes saying no to others is saying yes to you. And it's really important. But I wasn't going to say no yesterday. I said, all right, I'm getting out a little bit early. It's around 7 o'clock. I head over there. I help you know, take this very, very light, small piece of furniture, like a dresser or something, help get it downstairs so that the whoever was taken away, Goodwill or whatever, could come get it. And I thought, you know, well, that's it. You know, hugged everybody and left. And, you know, I was happy to do it. I was happy to be there. It was actually, um, in this sense, I'm, I feel like it was a complimentary thing that here I am. I know you well enough. You're my doctor. I know you well enough that I feel if I need help that, that you would, that you would be willing and you would be, you would want to help. You know, that's the type of person that I'm trying to be. And so I, it didn't take too much time out of my life. Uh, it was an extra step at a, at a glance. I was like, oh, really? Didn't know how long I was going to be winding up shooting the shit or what else I was going to wind up, you know, hauling out of there. But it turned out to be an okay experience, and I would do it again a million times. And I'm actually honored that uh, these folks think enough of me to invite me over to their house and ask for help. I want to be there for people. And, you know, I, I mentioned this the other day. I think it's a good strategy. You know, the, part of the, the benefit of asking uh, somebody for a favor is that, or doing a favor for somebody, is that later on, that, other, that person who asked you for help might need some help. Or the, the, that person that asked you for help and you assist them Maybe you need help. Maybe you need assistance. And so it, when you're helpful to other people, you make the, it makes them want to help you. Like my doctor came down. Oh, I needed help pulling that uh, dresser down. We asked Dr. O after I, I got adjusted that night. He, he came by and, and, and did it real quick, and it was no problem. So I was happy to do that. The person, uh, the person's family that um, 
and asked me to do this gesture to assist, I want you to know that I love you and I'm thankful that you uh, thought enough of me to ask for help. And sometime I might need help, I'll hit you up. Huh!